Part 1. Science cannot solve the ultimate mystery of nature, and that is because, in the last analysis, we ourselves are a part of the mystery that we are trying to solve. Max Planck. Introduction. What is the connection between physics and consciousness? At first glance, they appear to be polar opposites. Physics is concrete and verifiable. Consciousness is mysterious and subjective. Physics can be demonstrated. Consciousness cannot. Both physics and consciousness are real, but there seems to be no connection between them. This produces a duality. Two truths, both valid, without any apparent connection. The duality is a division between spirit and matter, between mind and body, between religion and science, the essential neurosis at the core of our civilization. As a society, we have never resolved the difference between what we experience in consciousness and what we think actually exists in the world. Growing up with two scientist parents who attended church regularly, I am familiar with this dualism. At an early age, I developed a scientific mentality and thought that I would likely become a scientist in adulthood. In college, however, I found myself looking for deeper meaning than science could offer. Science could tell us how things worked, but not what they were. I wanted to know what they were. I began practicing a form of meditation without realizing that it was meditation. Fascination with what I was seeing led to studying the spiritual traditions in which meditation developed. But my interest in science never waned, and I retained a scientifically based skepticism toward spiritual experience. I did not believe things easily. Throughout early adulthood, I was keenly aware of the tension between science and religion. In time, I came to suspect that the two modalities were fundamentally connected and possibly linked through the dimensions of space, time, and mass. I suspected that the relationship between spirituality and science, or between consciousness and the physical world, might have something to do with the dimensions, time, space, and mass. In the Western tradition, we reduce just about everything to material substance to things verified through mechanical processes, that is, to cause and effect. We even try to understand consciousness as a complexity of material processes, as an intricacy of chemical reactions or electrical interactions. But this doesn't work, because it overlooks the fact that something must be experiencing the process. There has to be some kind of presence beneath the structure we know as science. I began to realize the objectivity underlying science was not as fundamental as some other presence, something not easily seen. The Enigmas of Modern Physics But I was never satisfied with flowery, esoteric descriptions of religious experience that supposedly underlie the oneness of life. I wanted a scientifically rigorous proof of an underlying oneness. Physicists, I remembered, were having trouble with dimensions. Relativity theory and quantum mechanics seemed to get themselves into places where space contracts, time slows down, and mass increases. Space, time, and mass also seem to collapse into one another in subatomic particles. Light, meanwhile, has momentum but no mass and is subject to no time dimension at all. These are all very weird phenomena. Though part of science, they make no sense from the scientific perspective. I call them the enigmas of modern physics. 
One day I realized that all of the enigmas have something very interesting in common. They all involve the role of the observer. What does that mean? What is the role of the observer? It's consciousness. What else? There must be someone looking at what is happening. All of the enigmas of modern physics have to do with space, time, and mass, and with consciousness. The enigmas are imperceptible in everyday life because they occur only at dimensional extremes, the very distant, the very small, the very fast, or the very massive, such as in the vicinity of a black hole. In other words, the enigmas appear at the extreme edges of the dimensional world. My epiphany came when I realized that if you take consciousness outside of the dimensions, turn things around and put the dimensions back inside consciousness, you have a whole new picture, a non-dualistic picture. 